Hello guys, welcome to Rise once again, season 2, episode 2. If it's your first time on Rise, welcome and I hope you will enjoy this podcast. I hope you will learn something from it. I hope it will wrap on positivity, inspiration, growth and, you know, propel you to actually do better in your life and to actually, you know, be resolute and be determined to achieve your goals. Um, there's something that I've been pondering on this past week, which is, you know, the suppression of our dreams because we don't want to be judged or we don't want to, you know, um, seem like we don't know what we want out of life. And I've always, you know, said to people, uh, especially my friends, that I found it really weird and I found it really awkward when one is described or seen only with their form of trade, only with their form of, you know, employment. We are more than that. And at times it is very important as people that we actually celebrate and we actually embrace our passions and interests outside of work, you know. So um, this past week, I was thinking or making a reflection on my life, the things that I have been involved in, you know. And I found that <clears throat> growing up, there were certain things that I did then, with adolescence and teenage years coming in, you know, when I went into teenage years, I kind of dropped these things. And what comes to mind right now, the first thing is acting. The second thing is drama. The third thing is um, public speaking and poetry. So I used to do poetry um, under the speech and drama Association of South Africa, if I'm correct, I stand to be corrected. But we basically had to enter for this competition and there were a series of poems that we were supposed to select and actually practice that poem. And then we had to present this poem in front of a judge who would then grade you. And yeah, it get A plus, A, B, you know, depending on your performance. And, yeah, that was, say, a great accolade. And another thing that comes to mind that I have done in the past was uh, a production. So a play production where I played a woman. I had makeup. I had to change my voice. In that production, I think I was in grade seven, I played uh, an old lady called Nanny who was actually, you know, so overprotective of his daughter, who was um, married in that play. I remember back in high school, a girl named Annika uh, van Rensburg, I think that was her name, played this. <clears throat> now, coming into the years, uh, usually as a guy, you want to be posed or you want to pose as manly and as tough, you know, and all of that. 
but it took so much for me to take on such a role to to play an old lady um when i would say the the the, the situation or the general consensus was against me um but i i didn't you know i wasn't weird towards it 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 made me confident in that i think that was the beginning of me not being interested or not being moved by people's views or opinions of me because one would say ah they would make fun about that so i really embraced that and i really fell in love with public speaking um public speaking was so important to me because i've always found the power in addressing people and i think that's one of the reasons why i i started the podcast um you get your big guys like um vusi i forgot his surname but there are these guys who are public speakers and orators out there who say so much and bring value into people's lives there's one thing to speak and not bring value and there's another where if i address you you are able to listen to whatever that i can give so um moving on to this season i hope that you guys would listen to what i have to say it's all about me sharing my experience all about me um speaking to you guys about the things that i feel and deem will be of interest and who will be of value to you guys so this past week i've just started work and it's been hectic you know um changing your environment going into a new environment is something else because i was used to being in another city now i'm in a new city um you meet different people and the certain way that things are done here that is different to how things were done where i was i must say though that um i feel at home to an extent because in johannesburg people are friendly people are warm people greet <laughs> yeah people are so nice and i've learned that in whatever you do you need to always consider people you know in as much as i'm being a candidate attorney um uh, wearing suits wearing nice shoes you know i'm being clean speaking span i should never forget where i come from i should never forget the decency of greeting someone you know and uh you know walking into work seeing the security guard seeing the receptionist you know those people are very important and i think this is a is a is a is a lesson that the listener whoever is listening right now should always keep to mind that that lady that cleans the bathroom or that guy that opens the door for you or you know is a security guard 
is someone's parent, someone's brother. And one way or another, you have some relation to them because they're African. And to look down on that person will never at any day enrich you. And when I was at work this past week, I came to learn of such individuals. And, you know, I had conversations with them, some of them. And you get a sense of sometimes a person is actually shocked that you're actually speaking to them. Like, you're not supposed to speak to them or what, but I think it's because of experience. And I was having a conversation with a friend this afternoon, um, just before I recorded this episode, who said to me, I, he doesn't get why black people, when they make it, they tend to look down on each other. And I said, I don't know, as you rise up, there's this thing of, you know, having a superiority complex that you won't associate with certain people because they are not as per your level, you know. But there's so much wisdom, there's so much values and, and lessons that you can learn from other people who are not, you know, as per what is deemed as your class um, that you can learn, you know. And respect takes you a long way. Respect really molds you as a person. And you never know who you will need when. So I think in this past week, that is one of the things that I reflected on, that in when you rise as a person or when you grow as a person, you should never forget where you come from. You should never forget how things were for you. You should never forget the people around you. You should always be cognizant of what is around you and never underestimate anyone. Never underestimate anyone. One of these days, you will need them. I'm not saying be respectful because you will need someone. Just be respectful for the sake of, you know, being human. You know, we, we live in a time where people isolate themselves. Um, individual Individuality thrives where people don't want to do things, you know, as teams, where people always want to drive their individual agenda and forget everyone else around them. So I think it's very important that as you grow and as you advance in your careers, as you advance in your life, you remember that there are people and not everyone will be at your level. But in as much as you want that person above you to know you, to acknowledge you, also acknowledge the person that is below you. Never be too proud to assist people. Never be too proud to have a conversation with someone who might not be deemed as your level, you know, as as, as being a person that is at your level. So this past week, like, I learned a lot. Like, I never knew that 
I could learn so much in a short space of time. I think um, you never know how far you go until you get to a point where you have to reflect. I thought, I'm not saying university was not hard, but like getting into the, 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 the sphere or the phase of adulthood is quite hectic because you're on your own and being on your own means you have to make decisions for yourself. You have to plan things prior. You have to make sure you don't run out of toilet paper. You have to make sure electricity doesn't run out. You have to make sure there's soap and stuff like that. So um, as from the controlled environment of being in university where if you had your toiletries, if you had groceries, you were cool. Now you have other things that you have to make sure that you have and you have to pre-plan things and things don't always go as per your schedule, you know, and you have to find time, you have to make time. Um, this week was, you know, a week of realization, a week that I kind of reflected a lot. Um, I haven't done any much work, but I'm getting into the gear of things. But I think what is worth noting this week or a highlight of my week is that I used the how train for the first time. <laughs> this is actually a funny story. So I commute because I, I don't have um, my car with me at the moment. So I commute from, from home to, to work every day. And I was using, you know, your, 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 your Ubers. And the prices were crazy. My, my, my place is not that far from the office, but I was, you know, blown away by how much I had to spend each day. So I had to have an alternative. So initially I looked at the how bus, you know, I looked at using the help bus to commute. But then there was no direct bus, you know, that would take me home. So a colleague of mine um, suggested that, look, let's go to the hot train station and let's have a conversation with one of the drivers, someone who would have an understanding of the routes around Johannesburg. So I went to the hot train station, which is not so far from the office, got there and then I spoke to the driver. So the driver suggested that, look, since you're moving from Sentin, rather move from Sentin to Midrand, and then from Midrand, you they get a direct bus to the area you live in, since there is. So I said, okay, no problem. Um, let me try this out. And I actually enjoyed it. Yo, guys, the first time I went on the Khao train, I remember going into the Khao train station. I was so nervous i wasn't nervous because i was taking the train i was nervous because i didn't want to get lost i was like what if i get lost like um a lot went through my mind in terms of like i'm in joburg for crying out loud i'm not from joburg whoever can probably see i'm not from joburg so 
I had to, you know, um, get into the hang of things. So I'm alone. I I go to the turnstile. I tap my card. I go through. I go down the stairs. And I meet this random guy. You know, um, when I got here, I was advised not to speak to people but securities. But something told me that, hey, let me speak to this guy. I'm like, dog, I'm going to mid-rent. And I don't know how this thing works. And this guy, you know, laughs a bit and is like, okay, no, cool. Um, I'm also going to mid-rent. So you'll just sit next to me. I sit next to this guy and then we go on the train. Hey, this train, I thought it was going to take, <laughs> I don't know, good hour. I'm like, this is giving me a subway American feel. And um, there's this voice speaking, now passing, eh, eh, you know, that type of thing. And, you know, all your corporate people are on this train. Um, yeah, they're used to this, man. It's so fast. I'm used to herding cattle and matatela. And all of this is, like, so fast. And I, I leave the train. We get to Midrand. I thank this guy for, like, helping me. And then I get the bus, go on the bus, which is also giving me some American feel because it's got those handles where you can stand, you also tap. Okay, fine. Go on the bus, the bus drops me, you know, and yeah, I could feel that now my body was at ease. Okay, I got home with this train and bus, you know. And the reason why I did that, it was simply because it was cheaper, you know. And part of the reason why I chose Joburg is because I wanted to remove myself from my comfort zone. I felt like Cape Town. I was too comfortable. It is too chilled. It's not fast. And and I wanted a new challenge. And that is what I would like to like encourage people um, who are coming up, who are going to the working world, who are soon to be leaving university. And even the person who's already working, but they feel like they're in their comfort zone. I think there's no growth when you're in your comfort zone. It was very easy for me to have stayed in Cape Town and continued with articles in an environment that I was familiar with. But rather, I found that I could actually go to Joburg where no one knows me, where I'm not familiar with the environment and learn afresh and, you know, make mistakes or whatsoever. But at the end of the day, I'd come out a better snarler. So I appeal to anyone who feels as though they want to change, but they're scared of change, that don't be scared of change. Don't be scared of going to a place or an area that you are not familiar with. At the end of the day, the only difference there is that is the culture and you will in no time adapt to the culture like when i arrived here it was even hard to eat at times not because i i i i don't like food or or what but just because i'm trying to adapt i'm like settling in so i i won't be free you know um 
So that's what I went through. I went through that. And I, there were things that I felt like I can't really do. Maybe stepping out the house, you know, I'd have a bit of anxiety. Okay, what am I going to meet today? And through the week, I also met this lady who was, you know, my driver, who also said to me that, look, I, I arrived in, 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 in Johannesburg 25 years ago and I've been working and she was basically telling me her scam story that, look, Joburg, everyone is trying to make a living and unfortunately we find those people that will actually try to take advantage of other people. And she was basically telling me how she almost got scammed and whatsoever. So she was like, you need to make sure that spiritually and mentally you are okay. And yeah, to whoever you rely on, if we are partner, partner, if you pray to God, pray to God, you know, to lead you through the day, because there will be those people that, you know, are going to try and get, you know, your, they will see that you, you are not from here and they will try and take advantage of you. So um, your comfort zone is, is, is quite something that can really drag you down. And I can say, you know, that currently I am not in my comfort zone. I am trying to adjust to a new area that I am not familiar with, to people that I do not know. And... I do have family around Johannesburg, but I don't want to, you know, depend on them. I don't want to, um, you know, nag them and, 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 and be a nuisance in whatever. I want to figure myself out and then, you know, move on. And then if I have to see them, I see them, but I don't want to depend on or rely on them because... I think that also holds you back when you want to grow. I think that holds you back in that if you 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 have the slightest inconvenience, you're gonna call, you know, your cousin or your aunt or whatsoever. And I don't think that really, you know, makes you grow. So moving on to or going back to this topic of the comfort zone and you know, not being comfortable or how not being comfortable can really help you at times when i grew up we we moved from the city to a small town so my parents were in port elizabeth my mother's in port elizabeth she's from port elizabeth and my father decided to actually you know broaden his career advances career and move to matatiele where he would grow his engineering career because you know, of developing infrastructure and whatsoever in the rural areas. So they decided to move. But when I had a conversation with my dad years later, he was like, this was his home. It was his comfort zone. And in a way, he was making a projection of how his life could have turned out had he not made that decision. Um, I always say to my younger brother that if we ever want to grow we need to move on and not be part of our hometown or where we grew up 
because honestly speaking everyone in the area knows us or knows our father or knows our grandfather knows where our family comes from two we also know everyone in this town so you tend to have a, 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 a i don't know you tend to be comfortable in that situation so i would appeal to everyone who is yes we all want to give back to our communities and grow our families and what but we can do that when we are not at home you know i'm not encouraging ubuchipa which is to go to johannesburg and not come back home i'll definitely go back home but all i'm saying is in order and it can be not johannesburg for that matter just to leave the area that you grew up in does really pull you and does really push you forward because you are like look there's no one that knows me here i don't rely on anyone here the only thing i can do when i'm here is to grind right and another thing that people don't speak about there are friends that we live back at home who are not where we are we need to be honest about that we have friends we have people we went to school with who are not where we are and i in a few weeks ago i posted something about conversations not being the same where you are with people that you know but you feel left out and yeah those people continue with their, their lives but at times you then also feel like the things that or the values that you guys all stood for are not the same or you have changed and they are still where you guys were back then you know so we can't always be talking about uh how i missed that goal when we were playing against what and what you know the conversation will need to change and doesn't necessarily have to change to how we can make money it can change to how can we improve ourselves and be better and in my context be better men and be better uh, uh um family members to our families to be better brothers to be better partners and so on and so forth so i think the move to 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 johannesburg has told me that that's told me that um you know we have to be confident in yourself and it is very easy for one to get lost you know in 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 the rush in the gold rush and forget who they are and where they come from it should always be your propeller to remember that when anything gets hard when things don't go according to plan to remember why you started something that was my motivation throughout my llb when i was studying whenever i did something whenever i felt discouraged whenever i did not have the will to study i'd always remember back home i'd always try and visualize my mother i try and think of the problems that my mother has i always try and visualize my father and always think of the problems that they had and i'd always try and think of the sacrifices that they made for me to be where i am today so yeah that has it's you know the negative backside but we'll discuss the negative backside and how one can control that but 
what I'm trying to say is you need to you need to be confident in yourself. You need to be content with yourself. I can I can tell you right now, here in Joburg, you can speak to five people who will be speaking five different languages. If I would try and speak Setswana uh, 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 and speak Sepedi and speak Chivenda and speak uh, Afrikaans and so on, you know, I would, and I don't know these languages properly, you know, I'd be saying something that I, I don't really get. So stick to your language. If you are speaking, if that person then doesn't understand, then, you know, you can switch to English or whatsoever. So when we get to spaces, we must never try and diminish ourselves or shrink ourselves. Be yourself, be human, be nice to people, but never forget where you come from. Um, I was like in a room, like full of people at work. And I realized that, look, here I'm not the smartest person. There are other people who are way smarter than me, you know. And even in those situations, you need to learn that you won't always be the best of the best. There are people who are going to be better than you. The only thing you need to take is to actually... Stick to those people and see what you can learn from those people. So um, we need to actually have such conversations because the, the, the trend is that people cannot handle the pressure or the youth cannot handle the pressure of corporate, the pressure of moving and going to other areas. They want to stay where they've been and yeah there's nothing wrong with you know if if you are content with it but you know generally you need to make that giant leap of faith you need to know that <clears throat> okay this is what i have want what i want for myself and i can actually grow um if i remove myself from my comfort zone right so there's something that i want us to also touch on or before i move on to that the negative side of using your situation back at home to 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 drive you or to encourage you that can create anxiety on the other side and there's a very important thing that i learned in this past week that I want to share with you guys, which deals with anxiety. So because of what one has went through, we tend to have things that actually, you know, put us under pressure and that stress us out at times. And that causes one to think of the worst possible scenario which actually stresses you because you are actually thinking about things that are non-existent. So what I'd like to share with you guys is that if you are dealing with anxiety, there are certain questions that one needs to ask themselves. And the first question is, is there any evidence that supports this belief that you have in your head? The second question is, is there 
anything else that you can use to actually put doubt on this belief that you have. The third question is, are there any alternative possibilities and is there any evidence to suggest that this belief might be true? The fourth um, question is, is this belief balanced or is it too extreme or can it never be changed? The fifth question is, is this belief, this idea you have in your head helpful? What problems are caused by you um, believing it? The sixth question is, if this idea is true, how much does it really matter? While on this question, there's something called the five by five rule by, I think, Warren Buffett, who is like the world's best investor, where he speaks on, if it won't matter in five years, don't stress about it. The seventh question is, what could I do to check out if my idea or my belief is true? So if you're stressing over something, like you should ask yourself, um, what are the measures that I could actually impose or what are the steps that I could take to actually ensure or to actually check if the belief or whatever is in my head is true? The eighth question is, if my belief is true, what is the most constructive way you could react? So if you have already found out that whatever idea you had is actually true, what can you do? What 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 reaction can you give to that, right? And then the ninth question is, what would I say to a friend who described a similar situation, expressed a similar belief about what it meant? So try to remove yourself from the situation and hypothetically create someone else, an imaginary friend, doesn't have to be a true friend, and try and speak to them based on this belief that you are having. Um, the tenth question is, what would a supportive friend say to me if I described the situation and told them my belief about it, right? That is also like removing yourself from the situation. The eleventh question is, would a more moderate or tentative interpretation be more accurate? What might be a more, what might a more accurate or moderate belief or a balancing thought be so try and put some logic on this thought this idea this belief that you have and go through these questions you know and i think at the height of our emotions we tend to not be logical and that's natural but we have to actually you know try and be logical because it's all in your head. At times, it's all in your head. And I think the trauma and the pressure of wanting to make it, the pressure of, you know, achieving, being scared of failure, and all this plays out and it manifests into something that can actually harm you in the end. So that is what I actually learned this past week because... Um, Guys, achieving is great. Like, it's nice. But there's this backside that 
people don't talk about the backside of pressure the backside of imposter syndrome the backside of you know being scared of failure you know and whilst we're talking about these things and like imposter syndrome also learned a very important thing that I think I could actually impart on yourselves and also me that if you feel like you are not adequate you are not you don't deserve a seat on the table you need to use that to be your driving force if you feel like you are in a room full of people and you don't deserve to be part of that table you need to work hard to prove yourself and those people that you deserve to be there you know so that's one of the things that i think when you are facing pressure or when we are facing um 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 doubt on ourselves we need to ask ourselves so that we 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 are able to navigate through the problems that we we would have you know and one thing i've also learned is well not everyone affords therapy um you know um psychologists and and so on and so forth it's very important to journal even if you get a book like try and speak about your day try and 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 write um you know the feelings that you went through the people that you met on the day you know um reflections are very important because there's some there's so much that you can learn there's a trend that you can take you know over time from making reflections and you can even see your own growth because you've been you know um reflecting and actually trying to express yourself you know i learned a very startling fact um this past week um on on research that the highest suicide rates are actually you know um from men so men really um commit suicide and i asked myself why and part of the reason why is because we never speak about our problems we never speak about how much having or being a man can you know give so much pressure because we're expected to be a certain way and we are expected to act a certain way and in some way or another we cannot be vulnerable so machita a guy who is listening to this or even a lady you know that is listening to this you know um please um encourage another guy be it your friend or your partner or your brother or whoever you know to actually try and open up they might not necessarily open up to you but to someone they might trust or if they don't trust someone at all to try and write down their feelings and how they feel there's so much um journaling does because it helps you to unpack how you may feel and stuff like that and i think it's very important because um it's one of the things that i thought about when i move 
or when I've moved from university to corporate, I don't want to get to a point where I lose myself. And um, you check guys like in corporate, you know, some even commit suicide and stuff like that. So it's very important, guys, to take care of your mental health, your emotional health, your 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 physical health as well because when you are not okay mentally i think in some way or another it does boil down to your physical health as well you know getting sick and so on so moving on i think we as the youth we as people who are in pursuit of dreams. We meet people who are also on their individual journeys, who also want to attain success. And in some way or another, we start being in competition with each other. Um, I think it's very, 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 very unfortunate and painful that we experience this. And one might argue that it is very prevalent in the black society where if there's an opportunity i'd rather keep it to myself and i want to be the only one that benefits from that opportunity where if a brother of mine is selling i will actually question or expect him to sell whatever he's selling at a cheaper price where i would actually not support that fellow brother in the business venture or the service they're providing or simply whatever craft that they're into. So I think it's very much painful and it actually drags us down as a community that we actually don't really support each other. And this leads me to actually be talking about how we can empower each other, how we can um, make sure that we, we, we support each other in some way. You know, um, the African community in South Africa has or had, uh, stand to be corrected, something called the African Bruder Bond. African Bruder Bond was, I'd say, a secret organization which looked to empower Africans people in South Africa. So you get the insurance company like Sandam, um, the African uh, APSA, sorry, the, the, the bank, and many more other, you know, uh, Sanlam, not Sanlam, I'm not sure about Sanlam, but there were corporations or there were businesses which were started to actually um, promote and empower the Africans people, you know. And one looks at such initiatives and how they've been a success, you know. And on the other hand, you look at an, initi- an, an initiative, sorry guys, English. You look at an initiative like BEE and how it has been used, you know, uh, negatively uh, to only um, benefit a few, you know. And it's so unfortunate 
but I think we as black people, especially the youth, we need to start empowering ourselves and we don't need government, we don't need a new law to do that. We can simply do that by actually promoting and um, supporting each other. If one is selling a pair of shoes, we know that, okay, if I have a business, I will actually be buying shoes for my employees in that brother of mine who's actually doing shoes. If so-and-so is a caterer, we'll be using so-and-so as a caterer in our business. If so-and-so has a cleaning company and they actually, you know, um, are, are, are offering cleaning services, we, we use them. So if we'd start using each other for the business concepts that we come up with or the business ideas that we come up with, we could grow each other so much, you know, and also promoting by sharing and recommending. Like we don't recommend what other people do. You'd rather say, when you could actually help them, you know. So that 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 is what I think, you know, also embodies what the podcast is about. And um, moving forward, I think we will have more of those conversations, detailed conversations about that. And on competition, I think if there's anything, you need to be in competition with yourself and not anyone else. You need to reflect and say, um, the snallo that I was in 2023 is not the snallo that I am in 2024. Why am I saying the snallow that I was in 2023 is not the snallow that I was in 2024? It's because the snallow that I was in 2023 had, for instance, um, I'm, I'm making an example, uh, poor money management. Okay, how has Snalo improved from that? Snalo improved in 2024 because now he has had to do more things um, he has had to cut down on things, has had to change lifestyle and maybe not do um, certain things or go out as much as he did. I don't even go out, by the way, but I'm just making an example about that. So there's a lot that we can do together. And I, I appeal to, 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 to the listener, the person who's listening to this, that we need to support each other. We need to have conversations with each other and conversations that we have in each other, with each other should have unity at the back of our, you know, at the back of our heads. And now, so when I got to, 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 to Johannesburg, like, I had to understand, you know, the role that I have played in my life. I've had to remove everyone else, but try and understand the role that I have played in my life. And remember that, 
that means Johannesburg will swallow you. So I have to understand that I would have a role in my own suffering. I would have a role in my own success. So this is two-way, and I'd have to understand that that is what would actually push me forward. Another thing that I have learned in this past week is one has to obsess at being better. And being better is not at large margins. You need to be kind with yourself. You need to celebrate small wins if you want to be better. You must not be hard on yourself to a point where you are overcritical because that's also a very dangerous thing that happens, you know. And something that I've also learned is there's no such thing as being overqualified, guys. Like there's no such thing as being overqualified. I have dedicated my life to life term to 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 life lifelong learning where I intend on, you know, studying and gaining as much skills as I can before I die. One can say that is stupid because I'll be going in a grave and where can I ever use or where will my 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 offspring use that? But I don't believe that because my offspring will be influenced by how much I've studied. My offspring, my offspring's future is entirely based on the decisions that I would be making. So I don't have to leave a trust fund for my offspring for them to actually say, no, this guy left us something. I could leave knowledge. I could leave inspiration. They might not necessarily eat it, but they can use it to actually advance themselves in their own lives as well. So another thing I learned is skill stacking. Like in whatever you do, you need to try and become better at it each day. If you want to learn coding, learn coding. If you want to learn about sales, learn sales and don't stop. Just keep on moving forward with whatever skill that you have tried to, you know, um, 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 gather. And I think, guys, another thing, we need to be unapologetic about the things that we want out of life. We need to be unapologetic about our dreams. We don't need to ask a friend, well, okay, I'm thinking of doing this, and what do you think? Do you think I should do it or not? I can give an example with the podcast my friends saw me sharing a link about the podcast i never said guys so i'm thinking of starting a podcast and what do you guys think i don't know they might have said yes go for it but what if they said no it's gonna interrupt you with school it's gonna you know whatever other reason that they could have put you know so be unapologetic you know don't seek validation with the things that you want out of life, you know. Um, tell yourself, don't wait for others to tell you things that you want out of this life. This is your life. You will, you will not have another life where you, you know, you are here. There's only this one life, you know. Try reading, guys. If reading doesn't fascinate you, 
watch documentaries, but try and feed this thing called brain matter, you know, and expand it. And if you run out of ideas, read books. There's nothing as nice as reading a book and having a pen and a pad next to you. You know, there's so much that you you learn about it. There are apps, for instance, that, um, you know, give you shortened versions of books, you know, where you can just pay a certain subscription fee and you have access to so many books. I've always said I'm not um, a, a electronic or person but i've learned that you know I, if i want to be better in my life technology is what it's the tech age i have to embrace technology with everything that i have you know um you'll be underrated people will laugh at you people are gonna change towards you oh people will change like j spacing people change you know but you will need to move on you know and there's one of my favorite poets who was a german american guy called charles bukowski um i like his poetry because it is raw and uncut and very authentic he says things for what they are you know and charles bukowski could not publish his poetry for the longest time Publishers couldn't, did not want to, 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 to accept his work. Up until his later years in life, he was patient. He continued writing. He didn't destroy. He didn't drop it because the writers did not want him to, you know, continue writing. I'm sorry, because the, 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 the publishers did not want him to to, to, to publish his work, but it continued. So people will tell you that, no, man, stop this nonsense. Don't do that. Um, but you need to listen to your heart. Don't, don't seek validation from anyone. And another thing that I learned, which is the downfall of South Africa as a whole, the downfall of South African men, the demon of our families, is alcohol, guys. Yo, alcohol, I don't think alcohol is recreational anymore. I think alcohol is something that we use or something that is used for the wrong reasons at times, and it leads to the demise of careers, it leads to the demise of relationships, the breakdown of families, and so on. And I think one needs to be very careful as they advance in their careers not to find alcohol as a solution to their problems or, and not to be dependent on alcohol. I can say it right now. Yes, you can enjoy yourself. There's nothing wrong. But the minute it becomes a frequent thing, then it's going to be a problem. And it's going to, you would never agree when you're being an alcoholic. 
no one has said, okay, now I'm being an alcoholic and this, they, they continue drinking. So it's something that we need to watch out for. It's something that we need to be speaking about, you know, more and, 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 and unpack it in the context of South Africa that where did we go wrong? Why is alcohol so rampant in our communities? Like, there's nothing else that our people do, honestly. There's nothing else that people do besides drinking. You know, there's no activity, there's no art. When someone tells you about having fun, alcohol is somewhere there, you know. And yeah, if you're enjoying yourself and that is your fun, I'm not saying don't drink. Um, it's a recreational thing to do and if you enjoy it, do it. But you need to be careful, you know, about your, your usage and the threat it has in your advancement as a person because it does, it has held many people back. It, many people have lost their jobs, their careers, their futures, and sometimes, guys, the things we do might not have a direct effect, but at times they can have an indirect effect. And I think with alcohol, that is one of the things. So, for instance, let's say you are you have secured yourself this great job, you have this great job, but you are drinking. And let's say you're doing work well, you do, you do your job well, but after, after work, you go drink. But now it what it affects your pocket one two it affects your relationships as well because you don't have money because it has affected your relationship you have no partner to go back to you don't have any children or you know you are in constant argument with your family you end up being a wreck and you end up not functioning optimally and doing your best at work, you know, and that ends up affecting you as well. So when someone says, or as I'm saying now that, you know, we need to watch out on the threat of alcohol in our advancement as people, I'm not saying, no, you're going to become an alcoholic or no, you are going to get into a car crash because of drunken driving. There is also indirect you know um effects and repercussions that could happen and that are that are above your control or beyond your control so we need to look at those things you know and at the end of the day we choose what we want out of life and nobody else we need to 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 look at those things and we need to be critical about what we want, where we want to go, and what we want out of this life. And unfortunately, if you want something out of life, you need to sacrifice other things. That is just how it is, you know. And as we go to, or as we start this week, you know, I'd like to encourage everyone who will be going to university soon as registration has started for some, you know, those going through challenges, um, those who are facing unemployment, 
um, those who are going back to work, those who have started work, you know, um, let this year be kind to you. Let this year be the year that you fulfill all the dreams that you have wanted for yourself. You know, there's no one else that is going to hold you accountable to things that you have promised yourself or to your dreams. So at times it is very important that you will need to be critical and you will need to hold yourself accountable because we tend to make plans, but we never stick to them. And at the end of the day, it's rather fruitless because there's no one that can hold us accountable for those things. So um, if we want to grow and if we want to make something of this year, we need to stick to our plans. We need to be disciplined. We need to um, have will and be, and be determined, you know, to, to achieve our goals, you know. But other than that, we need to always and always be cognizant and be aware of where we come from. I think that is, as Africans, that is our superpower. You know, um, the, 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 the places we come from is what we need to draw our strength from. As we close the podcast episode for today, I would really like to encourage everyone who has tuned in till this far to be the best that they can be, to, you know, be kind to themselves, to take care of themselves, to feed themselves with what actually, you know, keeps them going and to actually, you know, do that little thing that will fulfill them. You don't have to do so much. You don't have to move mountains. It starts with one small thing and then it will all accumulate and compound into something big. So if you are going through something, if you are going through challenges, if you are going through unemployment, you know, um, you are not promoted and things like that, you should be resolute and continue going. If you are a student, you also go through challenges. You're repeating a module and you feel like there's nothing else you can offer to this world. You need to continue going. You know, um, you repeating does not define you. So thank you for everyone that has tuned in. And I hope to see you next week where we'll be unpacking more and where I will also be sharing um, my journey thus far as a candidate attorney. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to comment. Please like, suggest this podcast to other people, to other young people who are, you know, um, in university, who are tapping into the corporate world, who are starting their own, you know, businesses, who just are in a period of uncertainty 
of trying new things and you know hoping that things will work so please um feel free to you know reach out to me if you have any ideas or if you just want to share whatever i am available um on my social media platforms on instagram i'm snalo um underscore matt m-a-t and you can also get similar content that deals with you know personal development career development my journey um on tiktok my 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 handle is also snalomet and thank you guys um for supporting this podcast and until next time please make sure that you are tuned in and please share this episode and thank you guys for real for real mm <laughs>